Hello, this is Pow Comics. I am John the Geek Matos, and this is. I'm being held against my will. You're not Please, being held against your will. This. Please send help. I am at oh four. <laughs> Well, now that he's gone, hello, ladies. <laughs> hello, ladies. Why is that the place what? that I go to? I don't know. That's incredibly creepy. <laughs> Apparently. All right. Well, that's not what we what we planned on talking about. Um, we sort of went to a dark place there, but to brighten up the the mood a little bit. Well, not really, because I'm reading this. Out. Okay, we're going to talk about comic books, and I'm reading oh, Walking Dead. He's reading Daredevil End of Days and uh, Hawkeye, which he apparently says I'm, is no, adequately I'm, dark. I'm reading, well, current, yeah, that's, that's, oh, yeah, we're doing current issues first. Well, right. you're catching up. We're way behind on Walking Dead, so you're not reading current anything. Um, <laughs> you're like, I guess book, not. You're in book three. They're on, like, book eight. And these are the hardcover book, books. Excuse me, book four, so. All right, are you reading book four? Really? I think I, I, I bought book three at the con, right. and then I got book four at the library. Did you finish book three? I finished book four. Wait. At three and four. You finished, you finished both? Yes. Okay. So, but like, aren't they up to like, they're up to like, in the trade papers, in the trade papers, they're like up to like 15 or 16, I know that. But like, in the books... There, there's the probably cover, eight. There's like eight or something. So you're like halfway through. So you're, yeah. And they're still doing new issues. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm excited. <laughs> well, that that's, I mean, I, I've been saying that about the uh, TV shows that I've been watching. That like, I'm just going to wait until um, the book, or not the book, the TV show has been through a couple of seasons. And I hear people talking about it. Because usually, that's when I end up getting some real TV gold. Uh, it worked with Sherlock. And uh, it also worked with Breaking Bad. So, um, oh, and Lost, for those of you who and Walking Dead agree with me three. on that. Well, that I'm, Walking Dead. I'm still debating about whether I'm going to keep going with Breaking Bad. So Anyway, so I feel like that's working for me with Walking Dead because, I mean, you it's a TV yeah, show now, so you know that that's there awesome. There are major spoilers in this season. That's like or, dramatic changes. From well, that's the, the thing, though, because as a comic book reader, I don't know that what's happening in the show is going to happen in in the book necessarily. So, like, no, it's entirely different. Such well, okay, as. so <clears throat> there's the governor, right, in the book three. Yes, and he's the and four, and he's the leader of the prison, right? Uh, he, no. How they do it is that they go to the prison, they find nearby a town. Where he is the leader of. Right. And so that's how they incorporate him. And then now he, um, you know, incorporates them. Or there's that fight that goes on. They they find out that he's a sick son of a gun. So they want to leave and um, things ensue. So they, um, they escape with two people from the town who want to leave. And then um, they when they get back to the prison, there's like a big battle between them. The, the people of the town and the people right. in the prison. So, <clears throat> the, the the governor has like a kind of like a mustache thing and like goatee and like long hair, right? Right. Yep. And <clears throat> so in the um, in the TV show, this is major major spoilers for anyone watching. So all the stuff we just said about the books, the spoilers for books, it's just spoilers for a TV show. Is that the governor 
Well, they get to the prison and they find five inmates still there, alive. All right. And one of them... I think there's three or four in the book. Is, there's, there's like five or six in the show. And one of them looks identical to the governor from the books. He has long, curly hair and he has that like thin mustache with a, with a little goatee thing on the bottom. All right. And he's the leader of this like group of like five prisoners. Right. Because the, okay. because he has a gun. Somehow he got a revolver. I think one of the guards slipped him a revolver or something before the riot broke out. That like effectively quelled the prison, and he's like they're trying to. The whole thing of the show is that they're locked. They're trying to lock down a cell block. They cleared out the entire fields around the prison, or at least around half the prison, and they're trying to lock down a cell block for a permanent re- living residence. Right. It's kind of really cool because they said that. They're using some of the prison fields where the, it was for prisoners' recreation as like they're going to use as planting fields. They're going to turn right. into like a big farm, yeah, that happens which, is, which is like crazy. It sounds like awesome. And <clears throat> so anyway, they try to secure this other cell block for these prisoners because they're not, they're not going to share theirs because they have like women and children with them, and they don't know who these guys are if they're murderers or rapists or whatever. So they offered to, in exchange for half of their food, because these prison guys got locked up in the pantry. There's a huge amount of food. So right. For half their food, the Rick's group agrees to cl- help them clear out a cell block of their own. Um, now, the the governor-looking guy, I think his name is Romeo in the show, um, at one point, they're fighting zombies. He takes a swing at Rick, like kind of like, oh, I missed the zombie, but comes <laughs> within like two inches of Rick's neck. And then another point... Does he, he have, actually, does he have a sword or is he... He has he a doing? machete. Oh, okay. And there's another point where in the same fight where he actually throws a zombie on top of Rick. Uh. And um, the... Oh, what's his name? Nor- Norman Reedus' character. What's the guy's name? The hunter guy with the crossbow. Oh, I'm not sure because he's not in the book. Oh, yeah. He's, he, he is... I just realized that. I read the entire book one and part of book two and I never realized that he's not in it at all. <laughs> Yep. But he's one of the best characters in the show. Yep. Um, anyway, wow. so he saves Rick. So it's it's essentially it's a power struggle between the two of them as to who... Yeah, but they clear out the zombies, and then Rick confronts him and says, you tossed that walker on me. And he's just like... He, the guy was just like, crap happens, bro. And he's like, yeah, <laughs> crap happens. And then, whoo-choom, machete to the skull. Rick murders the dude on sight. Yeah. Wow. Crazy sound. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, I thought that dude was the governor. I'm like, holy crap. Yeah. But now the the survivors. I Rick, think they, they do that, but they do that, that with Tyrone. I don't know what they're doing with Tyrone in the show because technically T-Dog isn't even the same character. No, like, he's not. He's not Tyrone at so all. Like, so like they did the whole power struggle thing, but I don't know if like, you know, they did that to make you think he was the governor and then – that in this version of it, the governor. Well, they basically took, because um, in the books there's two power struggles. There's a power struggle between Shane and Rick. All oh, right, yeah, that's in the, true. That's in the beginning. First. And in the show, they just they they never introduced Tyrone, and they just kept the Shane Rick power struggle going for the first two whole seasons. Right. And Shane died at the end of the second season instead of like the end of the first, like he did in the books. Yeah. So that's why they never brought in Tyrone. Um, and, but now they're going to find the governor this week and his, his group of survivors, his town. Okay. But Rick and the group aren't going to run into them. 
It's um one of the sisters. You know the blonde sisters? Yeah, Andrea. One, Andrea, the and, one who survived. Okay, the yeah. The other one died. Um Andrea and she's Spoilers. with she's with the uh she's with the machete chick who's like one of my favorite people on the show right now. She is crazy. She's awesome. It, well, and I just, in the book she's I just found out why I don't know if this is in the books, but in the show she has like these two zombies that she keeps attached by chains. Right, yeah. And like I thought like dang this chick's nuts. But then I saw at the end of the last episode she was leading them out and I realized they have giant backpacks on them. She uses them as friggin' pack mules. Yeah. And I'm like, that's brilliant. Well, yeah. She chops off their arms so they can't come after her. That's one sort and- of interesting thing in the governor like arc, I guess. That like the governor in the books at least has a daughter who he keeps chained up. And so A zombie it, daughter or Yeah, a, a zombie daughter. Okay. So like He's still like taking care of her, right? And he's like giving her, you know, any of the basically like straight people that like, come in, like Herschel, right, in the farm, right? So like he's, I don't know if he's hoping to actually cure her, mm-hmm. but like he definitely just like wants to keep her alive. So so what does he so, feed like, her? Like animal parts? Or no, that's the, that's what you. That's what adds you to that the fact that they're crazy. It's a really awesome point in the story where Rick and all of them go into the town, and they discover that the town puts on fights, basically. And it's an arena where they have the zombies chained up, and they can sort of, like, get so far into the middle of the arena. So the arena is two people fighting, or the game is two people fighting, but then if they get too far to the edge, then a zombie can get them. So then, but, like, he's he's saying that they don't always get, get eat one of the people, and so they're just like, what do you feed them? And he says, strangers, stranger. (laughs) <laughs> so like that's how you know that's how you know that he's crazy and that he was gonna kill all of them um so like anybody that just came by he would feed to the his daughter and you know people and i assume just like anybody who dies i mean maybe it's not that realistic just to expect that like someone's gonna die and or they're gonna get well, a how does that regularly. work because even if they I don't know if this is the way in the books. I'm assuming so because it seems like it's something that makes sense for a common theme. Is in the show, they say everyone has the disease. As soon as you die, you turn to a zombie. doesn't matter if a zombie kills you. Right. If you get shot or stabbed, you turn to a zombie after you right. die. So how can they be feeding they, – they would have to feed his, his girl live people because if he's feeding them dead bodies, they would just turn to zombies. Well, I guess they just zombies. immediately re-kill them once they die the first time. I'm uh, guessing. Well, I think I you can. It doesn't happen if you die from a brain injury. I think if you get shot or okay. stabbed in the head, you don't turn um, because the brain's already nullified. Yeah. I think it's for, for some reason. I mean, there's no talking like zombie biology makes sense. It doesn't. But that, I mean, in terms that, of that, the that, show, that, that that I thought was interesting was when I heard that they were doing like the governor and stuff like that i thought um, they were going to get more into the, the po- po- like politics or some sort of like the government looks way more awesome though because if he does try to be crazy which i think they should make him crazy because it's a much better story arc <laughs> but like the governor in the comics you can kind of believe he's crazy because he has that long hair he kind of looks like like a scraggly type uh, but the governor in the tv show looks like a friggin' politician uh, he has clean shaven, yeah. nice, neat haircut, yeah. and um, like it's like much more of a turn if you find out that he's actually crazy. Right? Yeah. 
So, like, the the thing that's... But, I, yeah, I thought what they were going to do with that storyline was sort of explain maybe how people got infected. But I'm, you know, eight um, soft covers, four hard covers into it, and they haven't even hinted at, like, knowing how they got infected, which, I mean, it's funny because I'm... Uh, a little aside, I'm working on a zombie story, and that's, like, the main thing about it is that they find out... I mean, it, it's through a bunch of different circumstances. It's not like everybody in the world knows how it happened, but, like, the main character finds out how, and that's, like, a major point of the thing. But I just think right. it's interesting that, to well, him, that's not the interesting thing. It's, in the show, they get to the CDC at the end of the first Yeah, I was going to ask you, I thought in the previous seasons they... Yeah. They have covered it, which they haven't at all in the Oh, they haven't at all in the books? They never got to the CDC in the books? No. Well, they get to the sh- they get to the CDC in the show, and there's they pound on the doors, and it turns out there's only one guy there left. And <laughs> he's still testing whatever zombie specimens they have left to find out how it does this or how whatever happens to him. And <clears throat> apparently they get there... The group gets there within like the, the facility's gonna run out of like power in like two days by uh-huh. the time they get there, and so this guy's they're talking to him and like they said they still haven't figured out what how to they're not really figuring out they're not really trying to figure out what caused it they're trying to figure out how to stop it you know obviously because they want to you know stop the zombie plague yeah. um, but they said that he hasn't found out how to stop it and I think they don't they also say they don't know how what started it yeah. and it's really crazy because. That's how the, that's how they find out how messed up things are everywhere, because at that point they they're not sure if it's just like a thing in the South or if it's just right. a thing in the America, but then that guy tells him that they had contact with the world, he had contact with people all over the world, and since then he hasn't had contact with anyone. He says the last contact he had was with a group of scientists in Paris who were working on the same thing. Right. He said he hadn't heard of them for over a month. Uh, and so it's like he's literally like like that's like that's when they find out that the whole world is just gone like just uh, done and that's when um he wisp an ange and a couple that's where a, a couple people die because a couple people in Rick's group because the facility is going to self-destruct right um so a couple, a couple people in Rick's group stay because they don't want to live anymore they don't want to live in the world in that world where there's no cure yeah. or anything um and Andrea wants to stay because her sister died, but Dale convinces her to, to go with them. All right. Um, and that's kind of where the whole Dale-Andrea animosity comes from. So that, that, but that's, I mean, to have that sort I mean, maybe it works in purposes of, like, what he has plotted out for the show. Well, I forgot to mention the big thing, though, is that the scientists whisper something to Rick before they leave. You don't find out what it is until the end of season three. And that's that... Everyone, not the no, the end of season two. This is season, end of season right, one. Right, yeah. That that's and that's the, the guy tells him that everyone has it, that everyone has uh, the zombie thing, and that's how he finds out. How does he find out in the comics, by the way? He tells. How, how, does, that, how, how does he find it in the book? Yeah. He, it's just oh, uh, there's two characters that commit suicide, and so mm. when, when they come back to life, oh, they okay. they find that out. Okay, that works. That makes sense. Cause I was like, yeah. I was like, if he hasn't, if he hasn't run into any sort of official that knows about this disease, how would he even know? Right. But so I think, like, I guess, just as a writer, it's interesting to me because 
Um, it seems to me that that's where you would go automatically, and I think that's where most uh, zombie movies, I guess, go, is that, like, that's the big question. How did it happen? Let's find the people that started it and make them pay or find out oh, how we you're can... you're assuming that people started it, though, at that point. Right. What if it's just, like, a, what if it's just like an epidemic? And that's another thing. What if it's just, like, like, like the bubonic plague or something? Yeah. Yeah. So... Yeah, but, like, I think the easy writer thing to do would be to um, have it be, like you said, like, it, it does make it more interesting if it's just something that naturally happened. Um, and, or, but, like, if I was the writer, I would just make somebody the villain, you kill the villain, that's a sufficient way to wrap it up. Yeah, well, but as like, you've said, uh, the, the writer doesn't want it to end. He well, wants no, it to be an ongoing... Yeah, that's Kirkman's whole thing, is that he said the thing that he always hated the most about zombie movies is that in zombie stories is that they end. There's always an end. And you always want to know what happens to the characters after the movie ends. 